you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friends zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the friend zone. And here's the news that you can use. First up, fans are angry with R&B group Jagged Edge after their sound issues during Monday night's versus <laughs> battle with 56 on Instagram. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just got it. Half of, <laughs> half of 112. <laughs> Next. It's so dumb. Congrats so are in order for Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce after their song Savage has officially taken the number one spot hey! on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. I was genuinely happy like it was my number one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thus confirming that Megan is literally a top. Oh and my finally, wow. dance hall icon Beanie Man has announced a new album is on the way. Hey! Fans are excited and looking forward to his first true R&B album, Pinto Beanie Man. Welcome to the We can look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene because Why? who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. <laughs> I don't either. Ross. Hey, friend, how you doing? I'm good. You know what? Shout out to Digicel who had that Jamaican <laughs> Wi-Fi popping, okay? Popping. us to shame. For real. I saw your tweet about that, friend, and in travel, I've seen Digicel in different places. Yo. And so when I saw you tweet about it, I just laughed so hard. Because you like, knew. If, yeah. you, if you travel, you know when, when you Digicel. Roman. The funniest part was Digicel tweeted me. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you want to talk Digicel. about... You want to talk about a sponsorship? That Hello. is the right there. And you know what's funny? I worked with Digicel in Jamaica a couple years back. <laughs> I had a campaign with them back in 2012. Shout it out. You know, I'm a well-traveled little girl. So last week's... Oh, no, no, no. We have a black business first. Dustin Ross. We sure do have a black business. You um, have so, one for us. Of course you work with Digicel. <laughs> of course. I'm sorry, I cannot get off of that. <laughs> So during the quarantine time, um, lots of people have found themselves either in need of employment or in a position where they have finally have time to look for a new job that they actually love. And I came across a professional resume services um, vendor that I love and trust. And I know you guys can be of, of I guess, some good use to you guys during this time. Um, so Grammar Goddess NYC is the name of the business, and they offer resume services, new resumes. Um, they can update your resume, give it a facelift, 
uh, grade A cover letters. They even offer interview coaching and... They're giving a 15% discount if you mention the friend zone. Hey, hey. like that. Shout out to Grammar Goddess NYC. You can literally just shoot an email to Grammar, G-R-A-M-M-A-R, Goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S, N-Y-C at gmail.com, and they'll take it from there. Tell them that the friend zone sent you. So that's Grammar Goddess NYC at gmail. There you go. Black Business of the Week. So Amen. here for it. Do you guys have any announcements before we jump into the episode? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. All good in this hood. So last week's episode titled Corona Crushing, it was the Asante <laughs> Smith takeover. We shared stories of finding new love interests, hooking up, and dating during quarantine. Anything you wanted to add to that, Asante, since it was your episode? I just want to shout out to everybody sharing their stories, good and bad, of dating uh, pre-corona, dating on the apps, and dating now <laughs> during the corona. I found a lot of people have just been going through it, whether there was a pandemic outside or not. So it's just always fun to talk about dating. It was now- cute, too, all the pictures that people were sending us of, like, especially on our Twitter. I don't know if you got any in the email, but people were sending pictures of their husband who they met back in MySpace, okay? Yes! We're here talking about Twitter, but they came way before that, which I thought was super cute, and people just sharing their love stories, which, you know, I'm a big mush on the low, so I was happy to hear it. (laughs) It was funny because a lot of people that I know, I know people that have met on apps and they're, like, in relationships now, but I was getting texts from people that were like, you know, we met on Tinder and stuff, right? And I was like idea like they're these couples that i know just like happy beautiful people that i know and they're like yeah you know we've been on the app and i'm like i, ne- I just didn't know that like it's so it's cool that people are just getting how getting cute. how to get it yeah but um as for you all you all had a lot what to up? say oh sorry i was gonna do you friend go ahead and mm-hmm. do it go ahead and do a friend it don't sound right when i do no, it go no, ahead no, and do a friend go hit us with it <laughs> Well, so last week, <laughs> yeah. you As all had always, a lot to say. Damn it, friend. I'm those of you listening had a lot to say. This is what mm-hmm. happens when you have delayed ass uh, Wi-Fi. We here trying to. Okay, I ain't got no digital self, friend. So I'm going to let you take the lead and I'll follow afterwards. But who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to everybody in the motherfucking <laughs> emails. Um, I'm not going to read anybody's name because I don't know if y'all want me to share the names. But the subject here is I too struggle romantically. As a black woman, I too have struggled mm. dating in the era of dating apps. However, I have friends who have dated their partners for she years. She needs to put her hands down using our I too. Talking about so I too have put your hands down <laughs> and type that email. Go ahead. <laughs> I have friends who have dated their partners for years and met on a dating app have seen some go on virtual dates and others transition from going on dates pre-confinement to being in a relationship during confinement. On the other hand, I've dealt with people who are who also in their 20s and don't know about Destiny's Child while trying to holler at my black ass. I know for a fact that I'm not ugly and have developed incredible <laughs> friendships in my adult years. But romantically, it's been a bummer, to put it lightly. And no matter how much people say there's someone out there for you, don't rush it, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I want to. I want someone to look at me like I put all the stars in the damn sky myself, you know. Anyway, hope y'all staying safe. I just thought that that was funny because everybody is always looking for somebody and then kind of looking around and seeing other people got something and trying to figure out when their time's going to be. Sweetheart, it's coming. I don't know when it's coming. You don't know when it's coming, but just be ready when it comes because the longer that you spend time looking for it, you're gonna miss it when it gets there. So 
just enjoy the ride while you can. Because I see a lot of people that be begging to get in relationships, and then they finally get in those relationships, and then they be wishing they wasn't in them no more. Like, huh. just, just That's take how I was going to say, don't be fooled by a lot of the relationships you see. Okay. <laughs> take your a time. A lot of them look cute. <laughs> so I you, popped into the SoundCloud streets, and Shauna said, I think Hinge is a good app for black women to meet black men. I've used other dating apps, but it seems like it's only white men on there. And it rarely gives you the option to filter on your race preferences. That's something that I have heard a mm. lot of my peers and friends who are using the apps to try to find love or just hookups or whatever you're looking for. They're just like, where are the black men at? <laughs> where are they at? They don't, seem to the they, at. <laughs> they don't seem to be having much luck finding them. So seems like that's a common conversation that keeps popping up. What about you, Dustin? What did you find in the Twitter streets? Hey, hey, hey. So uh, shout out to at R-A-H-M-3-S-H. I don't know what the hell you want me to call your name, so I figured I'd just spell <laughs> it out. Um, but they said they quoted a tweet of a video with the caption, baby girl was waiting for her. And in the video, oh it was gosh. a woman. It was a woman <laughs> <laughs> reaching into a big glass tank that was holding Ooh. a huge, like, mm. what was it? A fucking boa constrictor? Or something. I don't it was even a know. I couldn't snake. tell. Baby, let me tell you something. That snake. So the lady opened up the damn tank, the tank that the snake was in, talking about some. Oh, hi, baby girl. <laughs> Mind you, the snake literally. Threw his hands up like the snake stood up, back straight in a motherfucker, <laughs> and like leaned up out the thing and got looked at her and her face. That snake came to that lady as a woman out that cave, <laughs> literally, and and she still didn't think fat meat was greasy. So you know she reached in the motherfucking tank. That snake looked at her, looked her up and down, like rolled her motherfucking eyes because the snake was a girl. They called it baby girl. That bitch looked at her in her face, rolled her eyes, looked that snake, looked at that lady, a heifer up and down like that, and wrapped around her goddamn arm so fast, sunk them fangs right into the fucking. It, it was it literally sunk the fangs into the veins Ooh. in the lady's wrist. You see the blood splatter. You gotta give it to that lady. Down. She stayed calm though. You do gotta mm. give it to her. You know what you gotta give her? A machete, a butcher <laughs> knife, the first sharp object you see to get to Dyson. That snake she up didn't in the. Where would you run? The snake was hurting her. Did you see? That bitch arm was literally navy blue, and she was a white woman, okay? And her arm was navy blue. That snake was wrapped so tight around her motherfucking arm. Nah, it was arm. bugged out. Honestly. Hell yeah. It was she had some experience. Mm. Baby, that snake would have been literally snake bits after <laughs> I was through with it. I would have got to dicing and slicing. So I just couldn't believe that I saw that, so I had to share it with y'all. So look for that tweet. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the Twitter user uh, Wayne at Can Wayne Live, spelled just how it sounds, who responded to a tweet that I responded to, responded to um, that asked the question, do y'all curse in front of y'all mamas? So I'm like, hell no, you out your damn mind? You know what I'm saying? I don't curse in front of my mama. So Wayne responded to the tweet with the following uh, video response. No. You, well, you hesitated. You thought about it. I didn't hesitate because that should have been the question. Okay. No. I didn't hesitate with my answer because that shouldn't have been a question. Um, <laughs> hilarious clip. So shout Y'all out to him for that. Y'all don't curse in front of your moms? Hell no. Nah. I don't do it on purpose. 
I might let something slide, you know, a little ass or hell or something slide, but just be like, Mama, <laughs> let me tell you what this motherfucker did. Da-da. No, I don't do that. Oh, my God, man. My mom is a pirate. Y'all be going? <laughs> she is. Listen, when I, I told you, I feel like I told this story before. When I was little, my mom cursed so much, and mm. I would be like, yo, you shouldn't be talking <laughs> to me like that. <laughs> And my mom was like, you're going to hear it anyways on the street okay. in New York. You might as well hear it from me. She was like, I'm not changing my ways. <laughs> and, yeah. and she was like, and tell your teacher I said, fuck her if you go and tell her that I cursed. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> A premeditated curse out. I love I your like, mama. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She and was I like, just honestly, in case you get sassy, for real. go tell your teacher, okay? Fuck her too. I tell you this, I don't have no children. You know, I, I don't. But that I know, I don't. I don't have no kids. <laughs> but like what, I, what I will say is, if I did have some, y'all know I'd be cussing they motherfucking ass. I mean, I'll, I wouldn't I'll, be calling them no bitches or nothing like that. But sit your ass down, put that damn cup down. You know, yep, drink that damn just like juice. Like my mom. Yeah. Hell so because yeah. she cursed like that. After I got older and, and was cursing up a storm, it just was like, <laughs> all right, I see where you at, ma. <laughs> my mom used to do it. it. You know when your parents do it so artfully, they give it to you at those like prime times. So like since my mom gave me those like prime time cussings, like I ain't feel like I need to curse in front of her. I, I'm like, oh, she she's done the thing before. It's like going in front of like Samuel Jackson saying motherfucker or something. It's like it's no point. Just let him have <laughs> it. He's you got imagine. It. <laughs> so obviously this episode, if you have been following our 2020 routine, is gonna be a shoot the shit episode. No segments. We're just chilling, catching up with each other. Nobody's necessarily producing it. It's gonna be whatever wants to come up, which y'all know uh, that means Lord. <laughs> well, can we can we start here somewhere random as fuck? Go ahead. That's what the whole show's about to be. Why does the first of all, I don't actually care anymore what it is pronounced as, but why does the pronunciation, like a new one comes up every day for Elon Musk's child's name? Like, I don't I don't care. I don't know why it keeps coming back, but it's like, it changes every week, and I'm like, why does it, did he make a, a changing name on purpose? Is it supposed to evolve? Is it supposed to age like a wine? I don't understand. What is happening? Can someone please help me? Is it a question? First of all, they look like their baby don't even cry. It look like the baby just look at them in the eye when they want something. <laughs> oh, my God. So you send the baby's a prototype. Grimes <laughs> and Elon Musk. It look like their baby literally don't even make noise. It just stares. <laughs> I wish I could I'm see to spell. his face. <laughs> fuck, I'm supposed to spell that shit. What the fuck they supposed to call me? Who the, what the fuck y'all name me that? That baby's so goddamn mad at them already. Okay, I mean, it ain't gonna take Siri the titty. And I'm so mad at our friend zone listeners who were tagging us because uh, apparently they updated the name this week. And <laughs> our listeners were tagging us talking about, uh-oh, the baby got a software update. <laughs> See? <laughs> I was like, what y'all cut it out. Yeah, it's just stupid all the way around. And Grimes, what's wrong with you? Why you always, what's wrong? What's the matter, Grimes? I like it. I think it's cool. It's progressive. It's modern. I sound like uh, Roland Ray. <laughs> Did you hear me? He and I'm about to sound like him too. <laughs> all the fuck bye. Okay. <laughs> we are not interested in that stupid ass name. I that, think it's uh, so cool, number. bro. Imagine you're in class and the teacher's like, 
you know, calling everybody's name. And then she's like, Francesca, Dustin, Asante, A-13X, <laughs> you know, Roman numerals, whatever it was. That's cool to me. I'm here for she it. She ain't going to say that. You know what she going to do? What? She going to point like Pam <laughs> did in the Martin uh, opening credits. You know that how Tashina Arnold is like. <laughs> That's how she. That's how the teacher gonna call that baby's name. They just gonna point at that motherfucker. <laughs> I like it. You know, I okay. like weird shit. But before we get into all that, I have to ask because we are closing out May, and what is this? The third month of quarantine. So I want to do just a very quick mental health check with my brothers. How are you guys feeling? How are you guys doing? How is month three treating you? I'm fucking on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about to fucking, I'm about to fucking pop I'm sick of this shit I miss my life I'm glad I have my life So I'm fortunate and, and grateful to God and heaven That I am healthy and able to work and sustain myself So I'm very aware of my blessings And very aware of everything that I have to be thankful for And I truly am Amen. And now that we got that shit out the way <laughs> I am so sick of this I'm ready to go out to eat I want to feel the, the 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 energy of a party club atmosphere. I want to see strangers. I miss my fucking life. I'm mm. sorry. I miss Isn't my life. I'm tired that? of cooking. I'm tired of ordering the shit that I've been ordering. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Oh, I'm tired of my house. I'm sick of everything. I'm just tired of it. Sorry. No, listen, that's why I asked. You got to get that out. What about you, Asante? I'm I'm fine. You're fine. I'm, I'm trying uh, really to not play Animal Crossing while we're recording. I'm just I have everything that I need. I I've been calling people, just checking on people. I'm like mentally, I haven't like gone off into thinking about outside. Like the weather's starting to change, but I haven't been thinking about like how much I want to be outside yet. Because I feel like whenever it starts to change, there's a, a point where I snap and I'm like, oh, we going outside. Like when it's summertime, you know, like that feeling. But I, I haven't had that yet. Like, I feel like that normally snaps me around, like, April, May, and it didn't happen. So I think it's good that it didn't happen because it's not, like, making me excited for something that's kind of, like, scary for me right now. Because every time I go outside, even though everybody else is walking around like it's business as usual, that kind of, it scares me more to be outside than it does to stay inside at this point. So I've been, like, more than good for the most part. It's been good for me to kind of, like, sit home, um, reconnect with certain people, work on shit. But... It doesn't take away from the fact that uh, Clear sent me that email and said they about to renew. And Yo, I was like, they have no, y'all not. <laughs> right? I, I was like, no, y'all not, because I, I won't be going any motherfucking where. So, I logged in so damn fast that, what is it, like $150 or $105? I don't know. Something oh, one in the five. Well, you know, I had the just uh, the sky miles before my shit changed, so they was like, "We will we re will renew you at this price of sixty nine or seventy nine dollars if what? your uh, if look look if your sky miles status hasn't changed." And you know, I went back down to basic, so I was like, "My well, sky miles get this for no dropped like a <laughs> all the way all the way down." <laughs> so I won't be going anywhere for a few different reasons, but Man. I am I am kind of getting like. Anxiety for everybody else, though, because I know everybody wants to be outside so bad. I just don't want anybody like putting themselves in danger. That's why, like last week, I wanted everybody to reflect before they connect, because I don't want to judge nobody for leaving the house. Because people, you know, innately, we're not supposed to just we didn't build apartments to just be in these bitches for like weeks, months at a time. So I just yeah. want everybody to be good. What about you, friend? How you holding up? What's going on with you? 
I mean, I've been good as far as, you know, mentally and emotionally, I've been holding it down. I think obviously the challenge is just being in New York. It's like even just trying to get groceries because none of the delivery services are, they don't have any delivery windows where you can actually like get your groceries delivered. So, okay. You know, I'm like, all right, that's not an option. But then I go to the grocery and it's just the mental bandwidth that you have to like the energy you have to exert just to get groceries is getting exhausting honestly just waiting online or or trying to get a couple things and having to wait at the checkout line (laughs) for an hour just like and that's already after you've had to like take the time to arm yourself to go outside if you're taking precaution which is already like a whole other you know ordeal so it's just exerting a lot of energy but like dustin said i always put gratefulness first like that's a very first world problem (laughs) where it's like we at least have groceries that we have access to it's just gonna take um a little more running around to actually get them so that is my first world ass complaint but for the most part of course i miss seeing people like i haven't seen my mom in months and um i have been able to see jade because of her show um what else? Yeah, I've seen a couple of people, but for the most part, I've just been keeping to myself, which I already did. So <laughs> that's why I'm like, not really much has changed. And yeah, that's it, really. Go ahead. I, well, I ain't going to lie to you just real quick. I did have like a social distance. I miss you <laughs> with Crystal. <laughs> oh. Like, didn't even go inside her house. Literally just knocked. She opened the door and I was like, I, was like, I just missed you, girl. I can't come inside, but I just missed you. Wait, for like, real? That's so cute. <laughs> Hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> that shit was so funny. What well, I went on. I had a moment. I had a moment in the grocery store yesterday. And I don't even care. What I'm, that's how I know I'm reaching my wits end. So, okay. The grocery store is literally all you got at this point, right? Yeah, you can man. go to Target, Costco, the grocery store. That's really it. So, and the liquor store, right? And so I went into the grocery store, which I already was mad because the one by my apartment is ridiculously overpriced. And I don't like going there in the first place. But I had to, so I go in, and these motherfuckers have added, um, like, directions on the lanes or whatever. Like, you can only go up this aisle or down this aisle or whatever. They just did it, like, what, yesterday was Monday. So they just must have done it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm paying, I'm trying to be compliant, you know what I'm saying, with all this shit or whatever. And so I'm trying to make sure I'm going the right way. So I went down this aisle, and I was getting my item and I was turning to like exit the aisle, but I had forgotten that, you know, them damn arrows was on the floor. I was just trying to get the hell out of there. And of course I had my mask on my face. And when I turned around to go the other way, this guy was behind me. He was about my height and he put his palms up like, like that, like, Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like that. And when I tell you, but what he was trying to tell me was to go the other way, to continue going forward instead of turning around. But I did. I just wasn't thinking about the directions in the aisles. It was a new, you know, um, element to being in the store, and I didn't know shit. But the way he like put his palms up, it just it set me off, and so I had to catch myself because. <laughs> oh, when, no. I, when I turned oh, around, shit. first of all, I was cussing him out through the mask, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so imagine getting in an argument with somebody and you can't even see their damn mouth. Mad Because he was trying to say something back or whatever, but fuck that. I know 
you might not have seen my lips, but you heard what was coming out from behind <laughs> that damn mask. And then they had, <laughs> mind you, then the shelf, so they're out of, obviously, like, all the disinfectant sprays, because that's the aisle I was in, like, the cleaning products and the grocery stuff. And so the one thing they did have was all this spray starch, right? And so when I turned around to go, like, to go the other way and started the argument with him, my bag that I had knocked all the goddamn spray <gasps> starch off the shelf. I was so over it. I was like, and move! And I walked right past him and went out that way. <laughs> I was so frustrated. So that's what I mean, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm fucking losing it. I have got to start taking more walks and just doing more shit because I fucking had it, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm going to start doing? Yoga. I yes, asked, get your yoga with Adrian on. Listen, mm-hmm. literally the only name, well, there were like two people, but really the only name that came up because I asked the internet and I was really, you know, trying to see if there was any fine boys that followed me to do yoga. But I asked the internet if they, uh, you know, who they went to for yoga and everybody literally said Adrian. So next Period. month I'm going to be starting off with yoga by Adrian. Yoga with Adrian, excuse me. And she's funny. She's cute. She has good energy. She's fun. She's does she takes wait. it seriously, obviously, because it's her craft, but she also makes sure that like it's playful enough for you to stick with it. You're gonna love her. I'm I can't wait. Like I just kinda need like a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Like I I feel like I'm doing good now. So like to just kind of reset for me and kind of like build up a, a different foundation right now. Like that's what I want to use this time for. But I also just gotta like watch out for everybody and just make sure everybody's kind of like getting something, like something just some peace of mind for themselves. Like somebody, uh, I sent her, shout out to her. I hope she, now that she has my real dress, doesn't abuse it. I sent her some gloves and stuff just because she was like stressing out about not having any. And she Aww. said, I just feel so much better now that I can walk out my house and not like feel weird without gloves on. And I was just happy to do that little thing. And yeah. then I thought about, then I had a moment where I was like, it's fucked up that we like have to like feel protected now when we go outside. But you know, it's, it's a weird world we live in there right now. So just trying to be nice to other people as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, Not I mean, I'm cussing motherfuckers. Out. <laughs> I don't give a damn. I'm being mean okay as too. hell. I'm sick of this shit. And you gonna get on my nerves in a fucking grocery store about which way I'm going. You don't get out my way. So I need to be more like that. Was a, a customer or an employee? <laughs> a customer. Oh, well, fuck him. Shout out to all the employees real quick. Yeah, I'll be nice to them. Shout out to all the employees. I've been going to places and I see how over it y'all are and y'all been disinfecting the fuck out of everything and doing y'all thing. Shout out to everybody at Target, everybody at the Aldi's, like y'all doing I always ask them when they're checking me out, like, how are you today? Mm -hmm. Are you good? And they're always like, no. (laughs) Nope. I try to be as as pleasant as I can and it, when I am in conversation with people that are, that are essential workers during this time. Yeah. You know, I'm nice to them. I, my heart goes out to them. Just, show, just to show reverence. Like, yeah. exactly. You don't have to do this. <laughs> Thank you. Speaking of um, disinfectant, though, did y'all see that video of that girl wiping down them chicken nuggets before she ate? <laughs> no. Ew, what? <laughs> they like, they like. Oh, my Damn, God. Damn, so now y'all disinfecting y'all food. This girl had a Clorox wipe. <laughs> no. She was just, she had a glove on and a Clorox wipe, and she was wiping down the no, chicken no, nuggets. No, no, put no, a glo- no, no. no, she didn't put a glove on no. to digest. You know what? Never I mind. saw someone um, spraying down their McDonald's fries. Like every time they took a fry out, they sprayed it with Lysol. I think it was what? Lysol. I was like, y'all are doing a lot now. Y'all gonna get sick. 
anyway. Right. right. End up in that same hospital. Okay. <laughs> but I was um, talking with Crystal and Jade yesterday because I was like, this is not going to be sustainable, though, once it's like 90 degree weather to have yeah. these masks on. Because yesterday wasn't even that hot. I think, what did the weather get up to? Like 75? Like 73, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like 75. So I that's when I went to the the local grocery store because I just was craving some mangoes and some fresh fruit. So I was like, oh, let me just go grab some. And when I was walking back home, I had overdid it. So I had hella bags as usual. Uh-huh. And that mask, all them bags, 75 mm-hmm. degree weather, I ripped that shit off my face. I'm not even going to mm-hmm, lie. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't sustainable. It really wasn't. I was sweating yeah. just from carrying the bags already. And then, of course, all the dudes... On the block talking about, you need help, Ma? No. Right, friend. <laughs> oh, God. No, Don't I touch don't. me. <laughs> don't touch my bag. For real. But, I, you know, I'm just wondering how are we going to do this in 100 degree weather? Crystal was saying we need, um, we just need to switch over to face shields. That way it's not touching our actual skin. Now, mm-hmm. you know what? When we do the face shields, because, you know, the face shield was That's already like. Look. It's a look, the, the tinted one, like the the, the color brims. If you get Come like, on. A, I mean, those finna be styling all summer. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how what happened to fashion. And they oh, I want a stained glass. I want a stained glass face shield, like Come a church on. window. Yeah, that would be so cute. I want like an Ooh. iridescent one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know that might be what we switch over to. Forehead gonna be sweaty as hell, but I'd rather that than. Right. A mask that I can't really breathe in. And, you know, the police were there in the corner when I took it off. And I was like, I really don't care. Like, right. I have all these bags. Unless y'all going to carry it for me. <laughs> all I know is when it get hot outside, I'm wearing a motherfucking beekeeper outfit. Because I still seen that wasp and I'm not forgetting that motherfucker either. Oh, my Lord. Not the, the bugs. Oof. They've been having a blast. But yes, here's the other have. thing, too, that I was actually talking to Asante before we pressed record today, because um, it's getting hotter in New York, and obviously mm-hmm. we're all recording in rooms. Friend, <laughs> you want me to introduce the fourth co-host? <laughs> very hot rooms, and New York is known for having some pretty legendary summers up there in the 90s and 100 degree weather. Ooh. How are we going to record without turning on the AC? Like... They were saying, uh, Asante and Dustin were saying that the AC is going to have to be the fourth co-host this summer because there's no way around it. She going to be on. She going to be on. I'm just going to suffer through it just to, just for the sake hot. of the show. Two I, hours. I can be hot for two hours. Yeah. Woo! I'm Luckily, have to do it we are going to look crazy on Zoom, just dripping sweat. Well, friend, I don't know about you, but luckily I do have a ceiling fan too, so I can hold but it. But you down. can still hear that. The ce- actually, no, you haven't. I've had it on no, a couple different episodes. I feel like they be rickety, like mad rickety. No, nah, I don't overuse mine, so it ain't creaking yet. Because you know, New York, we don't have um, what is it, central air? So mm-hmm. y'all are spoiled. We be having Ooh. whole systems in each room, window units and shit. Window I'm, units, fans. I miss those vents. It sucks that I have to have like a whole window unit or like floor standing unit. I can't just like have a vent that I like open or close. Or like ah. actually be able to use your window to look outside of it. You have to have right. a whole AC unit in it. That's New just York some life. <laughs> but outside of that, how have you guys been doing 
keeping like what are you doing to to keep your spirits up what are you watching and listening to or doing dustin (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) first of all (laughs) i'm a virgin second of all uh, you know you can reclaim reclaiming my time you can i'm a virgin um, you know what? I have just been throwing myself into work, to be honest with you. Word That's up. really all I've been able to do is just really throw myself all into the projects that I'm currently working on and some really dope projects that are coming soon. Amen. I have just been throwing myself into those because otherwise, what else I'm going to do? Sit here and look horrible <laughs> and feel horrible and just like, no, it just doesn't work for me. So I have to keep myself stimulated with work. Um, and thankfully, you know, it's, it's, it is, um, working to my advantage thus far. So I guess that's a good thing. You know what I mean? But I kind of feel like I was going to be focused on work anyway, whether we was on quarantine or not. I mean, yeah, so, that's the schedule. Oh yeah. So that's it. Asante. I know you huh? said animal crossing. Are oh, you, are I know you you're really not playing, playing animal while crossing. recording? No, of course not. Asante, you can't I was be just picking up a couple of fragments. No, I literally did that just for this moment. Oh, um, I was about to be like, bruh, <laughs> you could give it a two-hour break. You know, you know I ain't doing that for real. You know I ain't doing that for real. I was doing it, but not for real. Oh, okay. um, no, like literally, I've just been really enjoying like all the verses and all the music that's going on. I used to hate, there was like a period of time where I hated people talking about music because I felt like everybody was always just trying to say you know, this one or that one or best and only only this or flop. Like that was like always just the extent of where conversations went. But like to hear people talk now about music and have such the appreciations for artists and eras and production. Like I'm just really enjoying that like as a whole like wave and theme. And I think music's always been such a big personal theme for me and just a theme for everybody in general. But just kind of seeing the way that everybody's kind of going to that thread together. Like especially like when Erica and Jill was on, it felt like the world was having a fucking hug at that time. Like we was all like just kind of getting it in together. So I'm just kind of just staying in like staying in my right mind. I don't even feel like I'm going to crack while I'm inside. Like I said, it was kind of more of the anxiety when I go outside that I was feeling just because I know that there isn't like a clear date as to when things will be actually actually be normal. So I'm just kind of keeping my own normalcy inside the bubble, the buble. <laughs> the buble, blay, blay. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them, but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. I've been investing in my, well, outside of work, 
on like a more personal level. I've been investing on my like physical health a lot more and not just with like fitness, but like I bought like this machine you put your feet into and it it's like massages your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought this machine and obviously you guys know I have my sauna, which has been like my best <laughs> friend. Um, Haas put me onto this machine called the Chi Vitality Swing where you put your ankles in it and you lay on a rug and it it like sways your body via your ankles from left to right and you can control the speed and it basically uh, it's you have to look it up because it has so many benefits but just on a physical level just the way that it uh sways your spine it's just so good for all that stiffness especially now we're sitting in front of the computers i love that asante and Justin are literally <laughs> looking it up as we speak <laughs> yeah because it sounds like a sex thing so that's why i'm looking up. i'm like okay so is it are your ankles together can your ankles be separate like how does this work you know it sounds like a sex thing <laughs> is that <laughs> Y'all really cracked me up. What's so, the topic here, friend? <laughs> I'm over here trying to show y'all what it looks like, but this, I was going to lift it up, but it's mad heavy. So it's a really. So it is a sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, boom, but it's so good. You know, chi is your energy, your body's energy force. So it's just a good way to kind of like shake all that up. You actually feel buzzy after you finish it's only for 15 minutes and then when it turns off you lay there for like two to three minutes and you feel totally a sex thing (laughs) you feel buzzy like it's this high it's just so good especially because we're all (laughs) we're all sitting at home you know (laughs) most of us are very um sedentary or stagnant with our energy right now so it's kind of cool to have a machine (laughs) that shakes it up (laughs) You know what? Why do y'all always do this to me? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm laughing for a few different reasons, but I'm just gonna give you this one, and it's gonna be completely unrelated to anything that you're talking about. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. On, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, right? <laughs> Denise Richards, new man. He he's like in the wellness too. Mm-hmm. So he be talking about all sorts of shit. And I'm looking at this machine and it just looks like something that him or Denise I bet you he's up on like, it. That's why I'm sitting here dying. I'm like, this is some Denise It's Richard honestly amazing. Shit. I've been uh, incorporating, it, incorporating it into my morning routine just to, so when I wake up, just to get that chi flowing and, and uh, that hmm. buzzy feeling is just really nice. Especially, like I said, the stiffness. It is in nice my- in the morning. <laughs> That stiffness, you you know, we're getting older. I don't know about... Oh, God. That damn, you know. I was going to say that stiffness when you first wake up. You can get to You know what? Told, told y'all. We're going to move on. It's your chi, all right. Uh, it sure is my body's energy force. Okay. <laughs> I told y'all that I've been investing in my my terrace, getting that together. I bought like a couple plants and just so that I can sit out there and, and tan, get some sun. Mm-hmm. So really, honestly, I've been shifting a lot more of my focus on my physical vessel being spoiled and pampered so that it can handle whatever fatigue might kick in from us just, you know, being having to work yes. from home. 
this much. It's just like, Mm. it is a lot, you know, even for me, which I love being home, but not having at least one or two things that like I can jump on the train to go do it, it it can feel a little bit overwhelming. So I can imagine for everyone else. So that's kind of been where my head is at. But because Asante brought up the verses, the verses. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about the twinses? The verses. So I didn't know. (laughs) I'm sorry, friend. (laughs) I was today years old when I found out that they are not two sets of twins (laughs) in Jagged Edge. Mm -hmm. So it's one set of twins and then cousins. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't believe it. I'm staying in my delusion. (laughs) It's it's Brian and Brandon. Then Casey and Wingo. Wingo? His name is Wingo? (laughs) Yes. You know, like chicken you eat at home, (laughs) not at the restaurant. Wingo. (laughs) (laughs) They looked but great, I, first of all. They yeah. did. They, they looked did, great. And they all showed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other group is having some legal problems. So. I'm not. And how you think you're gonna pay them legal bills if you don't show up for verses and get your streams up? What's wrong with y'all? This is what I mean. Certain times you have to get over yourself right. and do what's best for the business. Real. This is a prime example of that. Y'all motherfuckers have seen. All these artists participate in these versus battles, see their streams triple, quadruple, six times what they normally been used to. Expose you, li- you literally have an opportunity to showcase your catalog of work to a million people at once who d- never would have been, who obviously haven't been streaming your stuff thus far. You know what I'm saying? You put all that shit to the side and say, yes, we're in this legal battle, but you know what? We both have legal bills that we could use the boost in stream. So let's put all that personal dumbass shit to the side and do what's best for the business that we're in together. That's what you have to do. And that, that versus battle was shameful to me that only two members of that group showed up. That was sad. That didn't make no sense. And 112, I love 112. I love their music. I love their R&B. And I ain't trying to get all serious, okay? (laughs) But I love their music, and it was so disrespectful to me that they could not put that to the side and show up for the versus battle. But that must be, I mean, all I would think is that it must have been something really serious, whatever went down between them, if they couldn't put it aside. Did you read the statement? No, what did he say? Let me see. This is what I maybe I shouldn't be doing like a comparative analysis, right? But you look at someone like Candy Burris, who held a multi-year-long um, issue. I don't want to say grudge, but she had an issue with one of her group members that that prevented her from participating in the group, right? But Candy wasn't making statements when Escape was supposed to appear. She just wasn't participating. You know what I'm saying? And then once they were able to have peace, they came back together and they were able to move forward. These 112 niggas, 56, <laughs> I like to call them, they um, issued a statement like, I, we are so grateful for the attention, blah, 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 but unfortunately due to ongoing legal issues, we would not be able to participate. We don't even want to hear your side as fans. We're not interested in all of that. Either show up or don't. And I personally feel like they just should not have participated because that was sad. It was good. though. I mean, I wish the sound was better. I think it took away like all that static, but mm-hmm. honestly, I pu- I powered through it <laughs> because I love mm-hmm. them so much, both of them equally, both groups. 
Um, and I, I stayed with it. It was definitely painful because Jagged Edge's volume was low. And then when, <laughs> so you had to like squint to catch what song was playing. And but they were hyped and dancing, so it was just overwhelming. And then um 112, was 56. it them with all the damn static? I was like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't really tell whose audio was I doing what. I couldn't tell whose was thrown. Jagged Edge. It was Jagged Edge's audio. It was? And, yeah. And Swiss Beats and Timberland send a rolling. You guys are, know the rolling brand of um, sound equipment. Mm. Or yeah, for the Versus kit. Yeah. They yeah. send the artists that are participating a kit to prevent those types of issues. So And still... I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I just don't, I just don't get how you fumble these sort of opportunities in business like this. Mm. I just don't get it. Why wouldn't you present yourself at your best in an opportunity for people to listen to your music and you're a musician? I just don't get it. I do they not do it. sound sound tests? What is it? Um, what sound we, check. Sound check. Thank you, my God. They don't do sound checks through burner accounts just so that they can get a feel for like how to facilitate a versus so you see how versus. that just just logically just came to your mind like the, the logical thing to do is yeah, test the sound before we record people don't do that mm. they don't give a fuck to take the extra mile to make sure that the, the stuff is going to be right they just do it and so that's how which we is unfortunate like you were saying because we've been seeing the graphics the charts that show the growth that these artists experience after participating like their igs go to the millions streams up in the millions i mean clearly this is a, a whole new business model for marketing really. and y'all ain't gonna show up we ain't showing up because we, uh, you know, we got issues. We ain't showing up. Well, that I don't, was so disrespectful. But I don't know like, what just happened. Just don't even participate. But yeah. I don't know what happened, so I can't even speculate because it could have been some really whack shit. I like, wouldn't uh, show I up. I don't care about business if you play me, to be honest. Right, but then the whole group just should not have been a part of it because it just looks bad on everybody. I mean, like, I if get If we that. can't do this thing right, then let's not pull do it out at all. of it. it tar- ultimately, you're tarnishing everything you've already done. By doing this half ass with shitty sound and and big jeans on, you know what I'm saying? You can't like. I just don't. I just I don't get it. Asante, you were gonna say something? No, um, I don't know what happened with 112 because I was I was actually feeling the same way. Like I was missing Duran and you know the, the gap and all that. So I was just really like, what's going on here? Why are there only two members of 112? Somebody in the hospital? Like what's happening? But I think there was, I think the legal issue was something along the lines of two of the the other two members uh, doing one twelve appearances without the rest of one twelve. So I think it was split because um, they weren't making appearances together. And I don't know if it was just, sh- I, I mean, it seems shady all around. But I don't know the the clear if it was just these other two niggas was pretending they was one twelve and not giving the other two the call or whatever the case was. But that shit was whack that it wasn't all four of them. But it was it was funny that it was only the two of them. And they shit hit so hard they still won. But I was also looking at Jagged Edge, um, and I just enjoyed their sportsmanship, like them, like they were funny. They were funny, and like when One Twelve was playing their songs, they were like singing some of them, and they was like, "Oh, that sounds like a hit right there." Like, like I like when everybody has that kind of camaraderie, especially since all of them niggas have had some sort of like legal troubles and whatnot. So <laughs> that's why I was just kind of like. That's why. That's really why I wish the other two were there too. But because all of these niggas have had all these legal issues, like separately, like not even think about their group legal issues. Because I, I think one twelve 
they probably had shit going on like way before this recent legal issue that happened like a couple years ago. But I feel like when we can come together and say, like, we did this, and even though we've been through some shit, we still have this, and we can use this to go forward. Because 112 was talking about how they bad boy, and they the shit, and they reminded us of how versatile their catalog was. If all four of y'all was there, like, not to say this could be a moment to bring back 112, but this just reminds us of, like, the power that is 112. And we, like, I, we didn't have that without all four people there. And bringing Teddy Riley in wasn't going to, like, just be like, oh, all right, got it now for real. I mean, it was a sweet surprise. I'm not going to, you know, take that away. But I just needed, I needed everybody. I, I needed everybody. But I do understand, you know, that, that sometimes shit do be going on. And yeah. that's, that's why I said... I wish it was them, but whatever the fuck y'all got going on, y'all just need to fix it. <laughs> I don't Yo, even need somebody, to know what it is. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt you. Somebody posted a tweet that said, fun fact. Uh, actually, it was by Polo Swervo. To give I credit. know exactly what you oh. about to say. <laughs> he said, fun fact, Brandon of Jagged Edge wrote their promise hit for Latavia Rob... Is it Robertson? Roberson? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roberson of Destiny's Child. They were in a relationship for nine years, apparently. That's so cute. Imagine their like biggest hit being based off of you. I like it. And guess what else, friend? Go ahead, Deborah. I know what you're going to say. quoted that tweet and said, <laughs> another fun fact, Uh-oh. he's also the reason that Destiny's Child broke up. And then they added to that a video receipt, an expert, an expert, <laughs> an excerpt from, an, uh, uh, was it an unsung Asante? Yeah, it was I'm Jagged sure Edge. you're familiar with that. Jagged Edge Unsung. Jagged Edge is Unsung, where they were chronicling... Um, the breaking point in Destiny's Child, um, the original four members of the group, the, apparently they were on tour. Um, one of the members' mothers wanted to ride on the tour bus with them and was denied that um, access. What? And, Not the mama. And, and Jagged <laughs> Edge said that that was wrong. They weren't treating them right, blah, blah, blah. And they God said, next damn. thing you know, so Jagged <laughs> Edge spoke up about it and was really vo- vocal. And next thing you know, there was a switch in the members of the oh, group. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's now, probably Jagged my Edge favorite thing about uh, these battles, the stories that have been coming out of them that we probably never <laughs> would have Would known. never have known. Did, Jagged Edge can sing, right? Dustin, did you read where, Edge, did you read where but, Candy was tied in? No. Okay, I'm going to go back and look that up, and I'll bring that back up later. <laughs> but... I just don't know if it's worth it, dog. Them girls, Latoya and Latavia... You know, they didn't went through a whole lot <laughs> post-Destiny's Child. And Latoya Lucky, she has, in her own right, found success as right. a singer it and as an work. actor. Yeah, and, 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 you know, has had legitimate success. Latavia, you know, we haven't seen as much of her. You know what I'm saying? And so, but we've seen a lot of Michelle Williams. <laughs> we've seen a lot, you know what I'm saying, of DC3. So I don't know if Jagged Edge and then that relationship ain't even work out in the end. So I just don't know. Like, you got to think risk reward sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but honestly, though, if you kick my mama off of my tour bus. Oh, you are. I don't want to be in this, your group. <laughs> everybody on this Zoom Fuck call. I know how I would be responding to some <laughs> That's shit why like I'm that. Like, I'm sorry, but there would be no group like i but then would you gotta leave think with her. about it you gotta think about it though that's also their side of the story that's, that's the true too we don't know we don't know what really happened <sighs> and every time you've heard latoya and latavia speak 
publicly about Destiny's Child, they have never said anything negative about Kelly or Beyonce. Right. They've always said their issue was with management. And I just don't see, and I, I bring that up because I think it is a direct reflection of the way that they um, manage themselves within that group. And I don't see those girls kind of like having this wild, you ain't going to let my mama on this bus, man. my mama can't. <laughs> I just don't see that sort of interaction. So I think Jagged Edge probably was like fueling the fan in the flames a little bit. And, you know, they was fucking, you know, they had been in a relationship. So he probably was, there was a lot of pillow talk going on. You know what I'm saying? I think they kind of got in their ear. And I believe the rumors. I believe my just do it. I, Side I do. note. I believe the rumors. I did not. I don't know if I said Kyle's name right, but for Jagged Edge, I didn't know that they had like names. Like I know. I, 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 <laughs> like stage names. Oh. Yes. <laughs> the way you said that, I'm like, um. I, I know brand. <laughs> That's why that was funny. But yeah, their stage names. So like Brian's stage name was Brasco. Okay. Brandon. Come on, Brasco. Brandon's name was Case De Niro. Kyle, okay. his name is Quick and Wingo. Oh, uh, his real name is Richard. His <laughs> Richard Wingo. Oh, okay, all right. Oh, okay. So he stuck to his last name. <laughs> Which one is is what is it? Brandon, you said. That's one of the twins. Of, yeah. Is that the one that had the bandana? I don't know one of I, I just know the twins. I don't know which ones. Which. Somebody tweeted. I wish I had the tweet. I, I, I maybe, but honestly, about. she probably don't even want me to say her act because yeah, she, she was like, to the show. She, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm about to say. I see, I see all y'all acting up last night. She said, "Bandana twin could throw me through." <laughs> but I yelled. Then she said, "Bandana twin." I was like, "Can y'all cut it out?" Y'all, it was. I just love fun. Jagged Edge. I love Jagged Edge's music. I love One Twelve's music. Same. And they were playing shit. You know, that's from my era. You Listen, know, was they was playing shit that, like, obviously we know everything, but I just it hasn't been in my rotation in such yes. a long time. Like, come see me. Y'all don't Ooh. understand. Remember what? when you could buy the single as a CD? Because it yes. would have, um, yes. like, the remixes, the yeah. extended version, all these. Like, three tracks. It would have, like, three tracks. Like mm -hmm. So, you know, for the youngins, I know y'all are probably like, what the fuck? But, I know exactly mm -hmm. what you're talking about, but you had money because I was like, I still was buying cassette tapes with the singles, so. <laughs> I was buying, well, I didn't have money. I would just, my mama would give me, I don't know what, five bucks. Oh, well, y'all had that virgin. Yes. I, I we had, the virgin maker Nobody store. beats the whiz. I lived a couple blocks oh, away from it. Nobody beats the whiz. Beats the wh nobody nobody beats the whiz. Beats the whiz. <laughs> so I would run to the whiz. It was on 96th Street and Broadway, right mm -hmm. in the corner. Oh my God, it's so crazy because how long ago was that? I don't even mm -hmm. know. And I, I remember buying the Come See Me single because I loved it so much. And I burned a hole through that CD. I played it so much. I mean, I, I played it so much. So to hear it last night affected me because it was like, oh, my God, I haven't heard this in years. I got the speaker stole out the trunk of my car fucking with Jagged Edge. <laughs> I, uh, back in the day, I remember I pulled up in a Target parking lot blasting um, this song they had called What You Trying to Do. Mm. That was my shit. Mm. And so I had it blasting. When I walked out of Target, my trunk was open wide. Stop like, it. Like, just open wide, blowing in the breeze. Speakers going out my because I had like woofers and shit in my trunk. Like the, at the real time. shit. Yeah, and they stole my box out my trunk because of Jagged Edge. That's how you know the music was the jam. <laughs> Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney bundle with new movies and series. 
On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. And now speaking of Digicel, let's uh, travel <laughs> on over to Jamaica to speak about mm-hmm. Beanie Man and Bounty Killer who had their verses. And Lit as fuck. Oh my God, you guys. That was a Set fucking Set up party. crazy. Yes. And y'all I know I live in Brooklyn that. now, so my block was crazy. <laughs> <Lit>. <laughs> Every single apartment was playing it. Every single fucking apartment was playing it. So I felt like I was in a club because it was yes. surround sound. My neighbor yes. from upstairs, next door, the the people living in the house across the street. Then there was <laughs> the dudes that were sitting on the car blasting it. I was like, this is amazing. It I was so it. lit, so much fun. Uh, they have so much showmanship, you know, they... The, the outfits they had the girl with the mask that came into the couple it. two steps here like i loved it that i think obviously the uh jill scott erica badu is my favorite but i don't know now i, I kind of mm. feel like this one might have trumped it because it was just so much fun excuse me beanie man and them had that shit lit as hell Yo. lit Yo. I love the fact that they were kind of performing. Yeah, it was it was just, it was fucking it was lit. It was incredible, and you don't even have to be a person who knows that much about like reggae music and dance hall to have, to have enjoyed that. Yeah, that was just straight up pure great music, great artistry. It was just amazing. Loved it. So much fucking fun. Asanda, did you watch it? I watched bits and pieces. I was in and out, and it was cool. Like, y'all know, when I be on the phone, I be like, I'm on the phone. So I put that shit down. But they had that shit crunked in the mug. I was like, what is going on here? They're going to start getting some holograms popping on the street and shit. Because they just was turning it up and out. And the gifts that came out of that with uh, Beanie Man, the way he was cutting up with his little belly. <laughs> I saw that he posted that he's um, he was working with a trainer outside. You saw him after, with yeah, the medicine like, ball, yeah. throwing it at the wall. He was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good sport. That's personality. Those are the things that endear you to an artist as a fan. So I love all that kind of shit. Like... I really enjoyed that verses. I had I so much fun, man. And you know, it was funny when I was in high school, shout out to one of my best friends. Her name is Laura Gale, Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she used to, um, mind you, we were in ninth grade and she would always talk about Beanie Man, how sexy he was. <laughs> <laughs> How fine he was. And of course, we was like, okay, girl. <laughs> she loved her some Beanie Man. So I know she was living last night just imagining her going crazy watching him get that much attention because it did well. It had like 500,000 people in the room. That's wonderful. Which honestly made me happy because I saw a lot of people uh, before it started being like, oh, this one's probably going to be smaller because it's like, you know, for the culture and no. it's the Caribbean. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know how we pull up. So You crazy? Man. These are like industry titan beanie man. Are you kidding me? Come on now. So I was happy that, that it did really well and people were having a fucking blast. So like you said, Asante, I think music has really saved the day, you know, during this quarantine, which is so interesting because we didn't see any of this coming you know it's 
Shout out to Swizz and, and Timberland for putting that together through their little... Well, I mean, you hear me through their little... Through their battle. Uh, That's mad rude. I hate when people do that. Your little um, Instagram such such. thing. You look cute with your little... Um... With your little show. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hood ride. It came out for a second. My bad. Um, we, look, we need more of it, friends. <laughs> But, you know, they, this started with them battling on IG together. So it turned into this whole thing, which is, has been a blessing for us, honestly. I've been having so much fun with it. But please, artists that sign up for this or, or get tagged in for this, do the sound check. Use the kit. Like, we want to support you through this. We actually want to watch it and enjoy it because that you was know painful. What I, you know what I need? And I know everybody's not going to be on board for this, but I need, and I don't know who they're going to go up against. I need Carrie Hilson to, to go on ahead and throw her pen in the damn race. Just do a Esther verse Dean. with somebody. A songwriter one. Yeah, that'd like, be dope. Esther Dean. Like, I want to hear stories about, you know, why you did this song, where it came from, hard songs to let go, hits, all that. Carrie Hilson asked me in all the damn versus battles, get your ass up there and do what you need to do. I just want to see it in here. I need it. Come on, Carrie. And Where we need at? more women. So it's about, you know, we need some more women up in there. So I would love to see Carrie Olsen. I think her and Esther Dean would be a good matchup. That yep. would be really good. Yeah, that'd be tight. I'm trying to think who else could she go up against as a songwriter. Candy. Ashanti. Ashanti. Mm. I'm like, mm, yes, no, I don't know. Cause Ashanti Maybe Ashanti. Ashanti wasn't really writing like that for a ton of different people. So who should Ashanti go up against? Uh, I saw people saying Keisha Cole. <laughs> I did see that. And interestingly I enough. I think it worked. It, it was working. Like I was looking at some of those those matchups. Justin, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I think it would work. It, it would. I was looking at them, them uh, side by sides. I'm like, damn, these are kind of hard. Like. Yeah. <laughs> hit for hit. Yes. Dustin, Dustin is, is trying to be nice over here. <laughs> I'm trying. This is going to be rude, but I'm glad I haven't seen Keisha Cole's boyfriend all quarantine. <laughs> Why you like him? No, it's just for a while I felt like she was trying to force him on us. Like, you know, when people are like, this is my relationship. Be happy for me. Like, uh, not that she was doing yeah. that, but it was like she had, had her show on uh, Fox Soul and he was up there doing it with her. And it was just like, why do we, why are we doing this? But I haven't been seeing him like this. Let me tell you something. I hate, <laughs> I, hate I hate couples. Period. <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate all this damn. I'm not gonna say no names because I swear to God I love this artist and everything they have brought to music. Uh-oh. I have. Uh-oh. I followed them since the first time that we met them, okay? Because we met this artist on television. But they are married. And they have decided to start having these couples conversations on Instagram and talking about marriage and uh, you know and you know and, and the key and and the foundation oh. has the word found so you have to search for your love <laughs> like all of that I swear to God gag me with a fucking spoon I hate <laughs> I, I like I am so worn out. I'm glad y'all happy. I'm glad that y'all have each other. I wish many, many years of happiness for you. I don't need to know how you got there. Okay? I don't need to know. I don't need no tips for marriage and love marriage. And and, and I just, I can't. So I'm sick of couples in general. Thank you. You know, I just had this conversation this weekend, actually, where uh, someone 
that we're interested in each other, but we were having a conversation about mm-hmm. those kinds of boundaries. And I told them, I was like, if you're comfortable with the fact that I will never claim you online, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then we, we might be in business because I have been in three serious relationships since I have been online. Mm-hmm. And I have never posted any of them. I was able to navigate my breakups with, uh, with ease. Mm-hmm. Because without all of that. <laughs> without yes. I didn't have to answer no questions. Okay. I didn't have to, you know, explain to people what happened, which I probably would never do anyways, even if I posted them. But it's just nice to, like, go through that by myself with my friends and people who actually love me and actually care how I feel and what I'm going through, as opposed to people that just need to be entertained, <laughs> Or just nosy and want to know what's going on in your life. And and I'm not going to say that's everybody that follows you. Because people really do be caring for you and want, you know, the best for you and have your best interests at hand. But for but the most part. some motherfuckers just nosy. Right. Yeah. They just, you know. So I've, I've always felt comfortable with that. And it's kind of always been my thing of like, even if I were to be in a serious relationship and have kids, I really do not see myself being that person that's like posting me with my family and like. I just don't see it. Obviously, I have the right to change my mind because we're all human. And I, if that were to happen and I'm like, oh, maybe, then that's what it is. But who I am now, this version of me, I have no interest. And the person was like, that's rough. <laughs> it's not like you. I'm not hiding you or making you a secret, but you're not going to be on my shit. Like, Period. you're just not. It's not a topic. And it was, and I feel like, you know, that's just a convo that's going to have to come up when I'm chilling with people like I ain't <laughs> no <laughs> we ain't meshing brands power couple in- internet shit no <laughs> hey uh could you retweet uh <laughs> yeah no <laughs> no so so random thought mm-hmm. what do you think about couples that are online and they like never mind did you see? <laughs> you have to finish the thought. Like you literally can't just leave that hanging. It, it was there. it was gonna be some bullshit. Did you see on the internet when the the boy was dating the other boy and they were having the conversation about how one of them was gonna maybe want an open relationship at some point and the other one was like it ain't never gonna be about that. Like did wait, you see what? The- Tell us because I don't know what you're talking about. I saw it. Give it to him, do Dustin. You, do you have the background information? No, because you probably have more than I did. Because when it okay. comes, yeah, when it comes to certain things on Twitter, I'm like two tweets in a there's mouth. a there's a guy who is, um, I guess, a media personality. I'm not exactly sure what type of work that he does, but I do know he has an active and popular YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were some videos that surfaced on Twitter there were clips excerpts or experts like I said (laughs) from the YouTube videos that he posted which chronicled his relationship which I will say relationship the person Uh the person that he was dating I'm sensing doubt (laughs) according to him he met this guy in a bar in uh, West Hollywood the gentleman approached him he was very interested in him um, and because uh, the guy who created the videos, like I said, is um, in the media, he uh, was kind of weary about even engaging with the guy because he didn't want, you know, they, he, he didn't want to talk about his work, basically, because people can get weird about that at a certain point when you date. So 
him and the guys finally had the conversation about what they did for a living and come to find out the other guy is a, a porn actor. He does like porn movies. Okay. And so they had to work through that in one of the videos that I saw. Hmm. Then they decided to go ahead and date seriously. So uh, this is all what they put into the video. Now, the authenticity of this is in question amongst <laughs> a lot of people. But this is I'm just talking about what was presented in the videos. So they worked through the issue of him being, you know, working in um, porn films and stuff. Then they started having an issue about when they were going to have sex with each other. So they worked that out. Then they started talking about having kids. That was another issue that they, they didn't see eye to eye on. Then wow. he said that um, the guy who was a porn actor said that he wanted to be in an open relationship. He wanted to be able to have sex with other people if he desired, as long as it was in full transparency with his partner. And that was where they decided to part ways and, and in the middle of that, it was a lot of crying, a lot of um, ring lights, a lot of, um, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of of of, of padding added mm. onto the story that I think has kind of made people have a couple of questions about whether or not this was a real thing. But it was, you know, it was interesting. Yo, so that, will, see the okay. that will forever bug me out because people really do that. People really create YouTube channels together get married even, have kids just because it's so lucrative right now. You want to now. manufacture a life. Yeah, it's so lucrative. And I can't even knock it because it's, yeah. it's a business like any other business. You just have yeah. to decide if that's the, the job you want to take. <laughs> so Absolutely. I get it, but it's also like kind of wild like that we're at that point now where it's like, oh, yeah, I told you. I joked around and told Jesse. Uh, shout out to mm -hmm. Jesse Boykins, who's been my brother for like the longest. But I was like, yo, we should fucking just be two soulful motherfuckers with our bohemian home decor. <laughs> my you hair, about his hair, what? just wear a lot of make brown. make so much money. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I was like, just sing to me and, and acoustic, with your acoustic guitar. And I was like, you know the money we can make. <laughs> for just, real. Truckloads. Man, he was like, don't play. <laughs> I was like, we could really do it. And it's like been a, uh, an ongoing joke with us about how we could really do like a, a pretend couple for the internet. But obviously I would <laughs> never do that. But it really is a thing. And it's it's so interesting that people feel called to that career choice. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, it's interesting that people like, and I guess it's interesting when people like tweet or whatever, but like to go through and like edit a video long form and like look at these <laughs> clips and be reminded. Like I'm thinking about how I wouldn't be able to do that shit. Like, oh, like, I'm not showing y'all this. I can't watch this over my damn self. But like, did you see the breakup scene, Dustin? I did. Wait, what happened? Now I'm invested. <laughs> I'll send you some links. <laughs> I, um... You done took me through the journey. The it was very dramatic. It was, it was very dramatic. Lots of um, beat. You know how you take a beat in the conversation? You take a beat. Um, <laughs> tears, gazing off, um, longing, ga longing gazing, um, you know, wistful, like, uh, declarations of... It just it was all of that. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what people kind of... <laughs> You know, it took people a minute to kind of settle into that part of it. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. <laughs> so yes, to answer your question, Asante, I did see that. You know, I did see that. There was just a and lot friend, of you gonna see it too because I'm send you some links. And speaking of dating, I saw this um this post on People.com that went viral this week. 
where this couple who had met on an app, which ties into the combo we were having last week. So they decided on their third date to fly to Costa Rica and then Corona hit and they have been stuck there together <laughs> ever since. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? <laughs> I wish I could see their faces. <laughs> could you imagine? No. <laughs> Absolutely Ooh. not. They have been stuck in Costa Rica since March. It wow. is currently God May. Damn. Third wow. date. So you're technically still strangers. <laughs> Look, <No>. okay. <laughs> I'm all for a walk on the wild side. You know what I'm saying? And I've had some great dates that have really blown my mind. But we don't even know each other like that. Bro. Like we stuck in a foreign land on three days worth of money. Like how, they, they couldn't they couldn't have anticipated being there that long. You know what Hell I'm saying? Hell no, not three months. So I, I just And it's sorry. crazy because there's an element of it that I find cute. Like imagine, you know, y'all y'all connected and then I'm sh I don't know whose idea it was to do it, but let me just assume it was his and he's like, yo, let's go to Costa Rica for the weekend, like and just chill, grab food, totally, hit the beach. Totally. That's cute. I mean, I don't know that I would do... Would y'all do that on a third date? Like, be like, yeah, let's go to a foreign country, stranger. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I like how y'all like, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, but, you know, I also think that I would have been a little bit more savvy with, like, checking the news before I left. Or, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, keeping up with what's going on in the world. Like, by maybe March, it's not a good idea. Yeah, by know? March, we already knew. I had a flight out to, um, where the hell was I going? To Sedona for mm -hmm. Haas's birthday. We had a mm -hmm. whole week planned out, and we were going to be in the mountains and Shout out the to rocks. Haas. Shout out to Haas. It was Shout her birthday week. And, um, and that, you know, once that you know once we is. peeped, we was like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't go because I know I don't want to be stuck in Sedona and not be able to get back home." Imagine if I was in Sedona till this day, I would. I can only look at this color for so long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I got to go. And y'all know but how you... I am about my home. I would have lost my shit after three months Ooh. in mm. an Airbnb. Are you mm -mm. crazy? Mm. You don't your have none of your stuff. Completely... And that and how is that even working? Because like, where are they living? Where are they staying? Obviously, right. they weren't in somewhere that was long, you know, with the intention of being there long term. Where the fuck are you sleeping at night? But I'm gonna tell you what that was. Uh -oh. Now y'all know what that was. <laughs> that was some, one of one of them two. I'm just gonna say it because y'all know this will happen. One of them two got a cheap ass flight. <laughs> you remember when them flights was like thirteen dollars from here to uh, to Wakanda or whatever. <laughs> Literally, one of them seen a cheap flight and was like, "Oh, I'm about to blow this motherfucker mind with this date." Like, hell yeah, we going to so Costa Rica, but like whatever. And you see what happened. That is what happened with that. That wasn't no happen since that was a cheap ticket dot com and got on out there. And unfortunately, <laughs> that's so crazy. I honestly don't know what I would. Well, I don't think I. Well, I shouldn't say that because maybe they like with like each other. Maybe they fuck with each other super hard and are like, "Yo." This brought us a lot closer than it would have <laughs> at a different pace, an accelerated pace. They're in the AP yeah. class right now with this relationship because who, when else were you going to be stuck shacking up for three months after a third date? Well, it'll make an incredible film Sunday. <laughs> I know that. 
maybe a book. You know what I'm saying? Y'all holler at me. Let me know. <laughs> help me with that. But I, but like this is just I would be so over it. Oh and so my over god. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving. You talking about an open relationship? First of all, we friends at this point. Like we got we in this together. Like we gonna come out of this thing as family on the other side. So like that sex thing is out of here. I'm finna be tearing up. We gotta be over here. Okay, then you know I'm gonna be doing what I want to do. You do what you oh, want to do. We no. just gonna have each other back. That's what we gonna do. Like I'm dead. There's a girl I follow on Twitter, um, and she is. I don't know if she would consider it stuck because they seem to be having a blast, but she <laughs> kind of got stuck in Mexico with somebody that she had met while she was in Mexico. And I guess they clicked, decided to kick it together, and then the quarantine hit and they haven't been able to leave. And she seems happy, like from her posts, like they're making breakfast and going for runs and super cute. But in my head, I was just like, I would, I don't, I can't be around anybody that you much know, you know go ahead this this might be a good time for some people <laughs> like i mean and this is for just like the temporary hopefully some people like a temporary like happy <laughs> or a temporary like like what if this is True. like the only time this girl an might adventure. feel like an adventure so like this is like oh this is like me being like fake married for a little bit but when quarantine over i'm going back to my regular normal ass life like true and that's so like, cool. It could be a whole adventure. Like, yo, let's just like remember this shit. Like, we got stuck in Mexico. We had to live together. But my thing is, what if they're like not gonna live quarantine till the end of the year? <laughs> like, what the fuck is y'all gonna do? I hope they don't have no babies because it's gonna be split custody. Because I'm not staying. And so. you paying two rents at this point because you paying you know, for your crib back home and then wherever it is that you're staying in quarantine, it's not like you could just pack your shit up back home because probably nobody you know is going to take over for that. That's a lot of fucking work to pack. Were you going to pack your friend's house up for them? Man, I look, I just would be crying every day. <laughs> I would. I would be crying. And we, me and me and that motherfucker would be like the OJs. We cry together. <laughs> We would, we would be crying, okay, every day. I would be so miserable. Like, I cannot believe I'm here with you. I don't even know you like that, and we are stuck. Like, I hate it. I don't I, know I why just... that is fucking tickling me. So I can't believe I'm here with you. I don't I even know believe... you. I would. I would just be looking at that motherfucker like, I'm sorry, because I know you don't want to hear this. But I am so sick of you. I am sick of you. Like, I like that so little baby we played the other day. I take a bath. Yeah. Mommy's mommy. Mommy. I go to eat. Mommy. mommy. I go to nap. Mommy. I need a break. <laughs> I need a break from you. It's true because okay. you could be in love and still need a break. Like, that's just oxygen. Like, let me let me do something that makes me feel like me for a second. You know, let me be in my own thoughts, my own space, cater to my my own self. So I'm I mean. Like I said, she looked happy, so obviously we're projecting our bullshit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on right. their situation. Because um, she looked like they're having a fucking blast. They're in Tulum too, which is fucking beautiful. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I'd be work- I want to work out at that be- that gym on the beach in Tulum so bad. You know, it's what I'm talking. I about know exactly because I've weights. been seeing it on IG. Because one of my friends is actually building a house there, which is so lit. Yeah, yes. But I will say I miss, even when we were watching Insecure this yeah. weekend, and it was the uh, vacation. 
episode with Molly and Andrew in Mexico. And it was super cute, first of all. But I was like, damn, I miss the sun. I miss the sand. I miss the beach. I miss being able to jump on a plane. Like, I cannot wait to take a vacation. Yes. I want to go to the Caribbean so bad that it hurts. Like, it hurts my whole being so bad. That water. Ooh. Ooh. Just to go for too. a swim. Oh. Mm. Look at us. We're just like a moment of silence. Look, we lost. We had to go there. Okay. We're not even <laughs> here. One, no and once again, I didn't sit here and got mad. Just like <laughs> I did the other week. I didn't sit here and got fucking mad all over again, man. I really can't wait for this to be over. Like, I just, I can't. But do you think it'll ever really be over? Because it's a virus. But we'll figure something out. And and there will be some sort of solution that enables us to get closer to what we know. You know what I'm saying? Life to be. Um, And I'm looking forward to that. This is just like every other major event that has happened during my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Something big happens and then there's a change and we adjust forward. yeah we adjust you know so that's what's gonna happen but i just like i said i'm 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 talking shit on this show because i'm laughing with you guys and with our listeners or whatever but i'm very thankful for the, all the blessings that i have just to even be able to can still um conduct this show with you guys and still release this show weekly being able to still you know just sustain myself through this i'm grateful for that and i have my health so i'm yeah, so grateful same um I'm just talking shit with y'all. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I'm curious because, and we've mentioned this before when we did our quarantine updates, like a lot of these companies and restaurants and are just not going to survive this. I, I just Sad. saw, um, who was it that just went under? What's Pier One. Pier One just went under. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Pier One. I remember... Being a child, my mother loved Pier One. I love, you know I love Pier One. Pier One. And they used to have, Fran, do you guys remember that wall of throw pillows? Yes. And they were like cream and white. Oh my God. You know, with the wooden shelf. I will never forget that huge wall of throw pillows that Pier One had. Shout out to Pier One. You was a G out here in these streets. Man. That's going to be weird, you know, like. Because we still don't know how long this is going to last, but it's yeah. going to change what our cities we'll more look like. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know, I do wonder, though, since a lot of companies are going to... I'm also seeing that a lot of companies are giving up their office spaces because mm-hmm. they realize, like, why are we spending this much money to, you know, for you guys to come into this building? It's so expensive and rent, especially in New York City and all the major cities, when y'all actually getting the same workload done at home. At the crib. With yep. no overhead or low overhead. Yep. And it'll just save the company so much money. So even that, like offices are going to be gone. These businesses are going to be gone. It's just going to be condos. <laughs> it's scary. And speaking of condos, I'm waiting. I'm looking at all like the little housing prices, waiting for shit to drop because I'm just trying to get me something. I'm curious. I was wondering that <laughs> uh, my building. We just got an email saying that we're going to be under new management starting June first. Mm. Don't know what that means as far as the changes that are going to happen. Hopefully, hoping that it's going to be for the better. Um, but I'm so curious, like. Once our leases are up, like, can they raise the price? You know how they always raise the price. Yeah. 
Are they going to do that with all this happening? Shit, they need to break the damn prices right now. Lower it. For real. For Like, I was wondering that. if And, you know, they're clearly not going to cancel rent. It doesn't seem like that's even been an option. Or what do they say? Put a moratorium. It doesn't I'm not seeing that in the conversation anymore. No, not Don't at think all. it's going to happen. So I'm like, what about these leases when we have to renew them? I'm kind of curious what that situation is right. going to look like. At the end of every like uh, quarter or whatever, they trying to tack on fifty dollars, two hundred dollars, something. something. Always. So I'm just. And curious. ain't nobody got that at all. There's no extra anywhere. Just. I mean, put- they're lucky we're paying. <laughs> For real. Exactly. They're lucky we're paying at all. So I just got curious. Once mine is up at the end of the year, I was like, I wonder what that's gonna be looking like, especially under this new management and shit. But we're figuring it out. Have we you sure guys are. gotten adjust? Well, you guys said you kind of adjusting to the fact that this is 2020. Yeah. Oh, I'm settled in that. <laughs> yep. The year is completely, this is the craziest year. I ever. mean, crazy. And it, 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 there are <laughs> certain things that we have looked forward to for literally our whole lives that, that happen annually that simply just aren't going to take place this year. And it's wild to experience, to say the least. Um, there's so many things I look forward to about summers in New York are one of the biggest reasons to live here um, because yeah, of the man. things that go on, all the festivals, all the events, all of the things the and stuff. Life. Oh my God. And so living here with the absence of that, it just really makes you ask yourself some questions. Um, and I don't know, just, just really be able to identify and determine what it is about your lifestyle that you really need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we live in a totally different city right now than we signed up to live in. And and it may crazy. be that way moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> Have the people around you been moving? No. No? Mm-mm. Asante? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that terrible? I'm, I have, first of all, a lot of my friends are moving. They're leaving their major cities and moving to either other countries or more towards the suburbs, mm-hmm. more uh, closer to nature, I should say. Um, I have I have noticed the white people in my building are leaving. Hey! <laughs> Come on! Not a A. They are I might leaving. go back to Harlem. I'm, <laughs> listen, I have noticed almost every weekend there's a U-Haul truck. And somebody is moving out. And you know what's been the most fascinating part? Black people what? are moving in. Hey! And that has been so interesting. Like, there's so many black people in my building now. I'm like, wow. <laughs> this is so nice. I need to see if I can give me a little studio in there or something. <laughs> <laughs> the, door, the doorbell even ring different now. When you used to ring Fran's building door, it'd be like, ding dong. <laughs> now when you ring the doorbell, it'd be like, but you know it was super cute i was i was um i went downstairs to throw out the garbage and there was two cute little teenage black boys charging their phone in the lobby and they were like sitting on the floor talking clearly i recognized one of them he just moved in with his family like maybe a couple weeks ago and then clearly Mm -hmm. it was his friend that came to visit and chilled in the lobby Mm -hmm. and they had their city bikes Mm-hmm. parked and they was just chilling listening to music charging their phones and i was just like 
hi. <laughs> I was so happy to see them. I was so happy that they live in the building and it just really made me happy. But I, I have been seeing a lot of tweets with people experiencing the same thing where it seems to be a mass exodus of the white folks who are out. Ooh. The gentrifiers are out. They're like, fuck this. So I'm curious. I obviously think they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. They yeah. always do. <laughs> right. They mm-hmm. just have the finances to be able to choose when to leave and come back, which is what's unfair about it. Because then we end up with the changing neighborhoods based on their moods, which is like so frustrating. Right. Um, but I'm, you know, it's been interesting. I will say just seeing my neighborhood be black again. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. And even Harlem, you know, my mom was saying the same thing up where she's at. So it's happening up there too? Yeah. Girl. Where she's at. She was telling me, because I was telling her about the people moving out. She said she's seeing the same thing. Because, you know, people going to their country houses, to the suburbs, back to Connecticut or wherever they, they're originally from. So I'm curious. Clearly the landscape is going to shift greatly. It definitely is. And I, I, I would love to... I'm curious to see what New York is going to look like on the other side. But one question that... Dustin just prompted in my head is if New York is no longer serving you in the ways that you moved here for, meaning that nightlife, that social aspect, the networking aspect, even for business, would you, are you going to stay? Such a difficult question to answer. Yeah. Um, as of right now, yes. And I've always said that the only reason I would leave New York is if, you know, opportunity knocked hard enough that I had to. Right. So if I get a project, a show or something like that, that is um, produced in another city like Atlanta or L.A., you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I would always do that. I would always relocate for a job like that. Um, but I think that I think that New York will go back to um, serving me in those ways. I think that I that it will get back to that. And so I just want to stay here. Even though it's different right now, I have enough patience and actually enough love for my experience living here to kind of wait it out. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. What if it's never New York again? Oh, then I'm the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where would you go? <laughs> Probably L.A. I hear that. LA. Yep. L.A. or maybe like Toronto um, maybe go spend some time in London. Like, who knows? I would just have to see what was available. But I w- I've often said that I would love to, like, spend some time in London doing theater for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be a really cool opportunity. So I would explore other, like, long-term opportunities, opportunities. elsewhere. Yeah. Because we yep. pay these exorbitant rents because yes, of do. the lifestyle it provides us. So it's going to get to a point where we're going to have to audit and be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> if it's no longer doing that, then why am I paying two and three thousand dollar rents? Right. When I can move, you know, you see on Twitter people be posting Zillow profiles of two and three thousand square foot houses that in Little Rock, Arkansas. <laughs> in Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, or I've been looking at homes in Portland. I have like mm-hmm. a massive interest in Portland. Oh, you're still pushing the Portland agenda. I'm still pushing the agenda, man. And it's just I have an attraction to Portland. My What I don't 
like about Portland is that there's no community, there's no people of color. I, the only way I would live there is if I could convince at least a small group of people to move with me so that we can start that art renaissance and black art renaissance and migration, which yes. I think would be an incredible project to undertake. <laughs> it excites me to even think about. Um, so that's kind of where my head has been at in case that New York is no longer New York, which is fine with me too. Cause yeah, I mean, I've always remember I've been wanting to be closer to nature for a minute now. I want to be able to go on hikes. Like when Haas and Shirley be hitting me and they be on hikes and, you know, riding their bikes and shit. I'm just like, meanwhile, I'm riding my bike. (laughs) Fear of hiking out. (laughs) (laughs) I just want that. You know, I want, I want to be able to wake up in the morning and be like, Oh, let me go for a walk in the trail. Right. And I'm taking a picture of our Zoom call, y'all. Oh, I don't cute. Think I'm weird. Now, friend, <laughs> if your ass ever do go on to start the, the Renaissance, I might come with you because I, lo- I love shit like that. Like, I Wouldn't love that be thought- cool? I was, You know who I talked to about it? I talked to Chuck and Claude and oh, asked them if they would consider moving their headquarters for Weirdo Workshop so that they can be like the musical leg of it. And of course, I talked to Crystal and Jade and Everybody that I'm around, I'm like, let's... And then, funny enough, Jade was telling me that XD was talking about it on his own, like, separate from me. Like, it's just... It's in the collective. <laughs> Portland? Portland. I can do it, because I You know I mean, the Nike headquarters is in Portland, Dustin. I don't know if that... Oh, I do. I, I, <laughs> I, I, a dream of mine would be to have to go there for something, but, you know... You know, it's just... I love the, how natural and the food is so good. It's just so lush. Ugh, Portland is the shit, but it needs more black folk, and I think it should be us. <laughs> now that we do this show remote, I have been thinking... Well, actually, before yeah, we've we been... Yeah, we could live anywhere now. Before we uh, started doing the show remote, I've been... Not that I've been done with New York, but I'd always wondered, like, what are the things keeping me here? And it was, like, the show and my friends. like, And everything else was kind of, like, I could do pretty much anywhere. So, like, now that we do the show remote, I've been wondering to myself, like, was I going to stay in uh, Brooklyn where I'm at? Do I want to go back to Harlem? Or do I want to just go farther out to, like, Long Island or something? That mm. way I can have me, like, a car and shit. Because I just miss, like... And a house. I miss having space, whether it be, like, a house or, like, you know, just something big. And that's why I was, like, thinking if I go out there, it'd be perfect. Because even if I was to get, like, a fucking house or some space out here, there's no land to go with it outside of that. Let alone a fucking parking spot or, like, just some green to be seen in, you know? So, like, I was thinking to myself, like, maybe I'll just go out, like, I'll consider, like, Jersey a little bit more now. Because people always talk about that. I'm like, no, if I live in New York, I'm going to just stay in New York. But now that it's, like, out this, like... The way that it looks like outside, and I'm not trying to get back on the train anytime soon, I'm thinking, like, maybe I'll just stay near New York, but I don't necessarily have to be in New York now. So I've been kind of staying open to the thought of that, too. So if y'all wonder, like, what's going on with your background? It's like, I will. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think it's a cool aspect of all of this is that, yes, it'll be sad if New York is no longer New York, but I know a lot of us felt anchored here for different reasons and maybe it'll be the thing that finally untethers us from whatever this fucking love affair we have with this city i always say this shit's like an ex-boyfriend that i just can't go i can't stop going back to yo for real i have fun in other cities i'm ready to move and then i come back to new york and then i'm just like i can't leave you 
Like, what is it? I'm from Nobody Atlanta. Nobody is you. I love, I love Atlanta so fucking much. But like, when I even when I go home to Atlanta to visit, I'd be like, well, I have to get back to the Big Apple because we are doing things. I hate things. that. Like, I hate that. I be in LA happy as balls. As I mean, hell. living it up with my friends. And then as Smoking soon as I get back to New York, it's like it never happened. <laughs> yes. I feel you, but I love the chaos of what we knew New York wants to be. Wants to be. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I... For I just you know you have to find a city that the rhythm just agrees with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially the version of you of where you're at right I, now. At that time, I love um, so many things about experiences that I have had in L.A. Just like there's other things that I don't like about experiences that I've had in L.A. Mm-hmm. But the only city where I've ever truly felt like fuck everything, I have to live here has been New York City. Mm-hmm. That's the only place I've been that. I've felt that connected that pull to. yeah yeah you know i feel and so it's just one of them things for me it's just one of them things well new york we will see where you're at next year we love you anyway <laughs> yes we do. yes we do and it's it'd be interesting to see where we're at a year from now if we're all recording from different cities because shit just went down because <laughs> as you can see we can do that so <laughs> and what a blessing do not take yeah. that for granted at all absolutely speaking absolutely. of like how things look a year from now <laughs> just to kind of i'm not i don't want to bring up this full thing but i wonder what cancel culture is going to look like a year from now what do you Beca- mean because like before i feel like because we're so out and active like there was like this pressure to conform to like cancel culture and not to say that we have to do it or we shouldn't be doing it like there's really no case on whether it's good or bad but just the fact that like you know you'd be out the club and somebody be like oh they playing r kelly song you can't play that so like now it's like cancel culture and you know that's rightfully so but now that we're in the confines of our own home who's to say what's going to be right or wrong anymore because you're not like out because there were things that were getting canceled that i wasn't even realizing or knowing about until i was leaving my house so now i'm interested to see like a year from now, like when people are like, "Are oh, you still like listening to that or doing that?" Like we canceled that, we stopped doing that. It's like, well, it's like, bitch, I've been in quarantine. I didn't know, so I'm just interested to see like <laughs> what's gonna like stick and then what's gonna like be shit a year from now. If that makes any sense, I just thought that, that was. I mean, people weird. are from what I've witnessed on Twitter, people are canceling more people than ever. I was just about to say, it seems to me like with more time more on your hands to, to get in other people's and business, find like, old tweets and old videos, and yeah, I'm seeing uh, stuff drudged up about people that I'm like, what? Oh shit! You know, like it's just a heavy feeling. To I I just hate people getting attacked. Like I just don't like that energy. It just it, yeah. it, it like makes my chest get tight. Um, yeah. You know, and people enjoy it. Like when you see people genuinely yes, and having do. so much fucking fun with it, and they don't let it go. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> Dustin just raises hand. <laughs> it just it it affects me because I'm just like, oh yeah. god, I just don't I don't fuck with that. But I'm you the know, same way, friend. I can't. I don't like it. It's I so turn my Twitter crazy. off. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. It's a literal beehive. No shade to the actual beehive. I ain't talking about <laughs> right, your mama. No, I'm talking y'all. about an actual beehive. <laughs> but um, I'm seeing that people are having more time to like find old shit and and get to get to get to work. <laughs> get to work online. I want to stick my head in the books and just learn something <laughs> i don't want to get involved in all of that because i feel like now everybody's like 
like the shit that you used to see on Facebook, like you're seeing it everywhere now, like those people are on Twitter now or something. I just don't know what it is, but I don't like the fact that cancel culture is even a thing. Like if you don't like, I, I miss the days when people just didn't like shit and they like, I don't like that. And they like, oh, and then it's like, oh, okay. Like, well, I do. So whatever. And then we just kind of go our separate ways or whatever. But then it's like, it's like, you're doing this and someone's trying to stay the case as to why you shouldn't be doing it. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you don't know me. You're never going to be affected by me doing this. So what what are we doing now? Like, what's happening? Right. And it's a marketing tool now. Ooh. People literally start shit that they know is going to get them in quote unquote trouble right before they're about to drop an album mm. or a new clothing collection. Because mm. there's no such thing as bad press. And then we give <sighs> it to them because we are bored. <laughs> And they can use, like, what do they say online? They weaponize it. <laughs> they do say that, but it's You takes know, me Twitter out loves to weaponize, honey. <laughs> you play with your scarf. <laughs> you see me? It's like it's my hair. And then you said, honey, like, Frank, you are taking me out. <laughs> I'm rolling Ray right now. I have a scarf on my head, y'all, and I keep combing. <laughs> The scarf like it's a ponytail. <laughs> well, you just hit me with the honey. I can't take it <laughs> No, but you know, you know, it's just the world we live in. It is what it is. Do that you guys have crack. anything else you want to touch on? Because we are almost at the at the end mark of oh, the show. I, that's it for me. I only have one thing to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sashay. No, I'm just kidding. I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race. I can't stop watching. Oh my God, you this. and Jade. Jade's watching too? Jade what? loves it. She actually put some clips of it in her recent cooking video. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who is this person doing a cartwheel? She was like, girl, that's Kale something. I don't remember the name. <laughs> Kale I probably something. ain't got there. I-, I had watched like the first couple of seasons fell off and then like whatever the most like three or four recent seasons were. So I was like, let me go back and watch all these seasons I missed in between. So I've just been in Drag Race world, and I want to share that with the world. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jade and XD do uh, weekly reviews too. In case anybody's <laughs> watching it and want to hear some people reviewing the episodes, I know they they do that. Oh, well, on we on we on finale week uh, for this season on Friday, and then All Star starts next week. So y'all check out uh, Jade and XD's podcast. Yeah, show them some love that. and their Patreon too, because I know they do bonus content that's hella funny. They have video actually, video content on Patreon. Um, that's it. I think then I guess that's it for us this week. You guys said you didn't want to have, you didn't want to add anything else. I'm all set over here, baby. (laughs) As always, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 